your goal, I always tell people, is not to take the most money from Uncle Sam. You may think that's your goal, but by taking the most money from Uncle Sam, you may actually be putting yourself in a worse situation because it may put you to a detriment. Have you been counting down the hours since our last episode? Well, it's here. Part two of what promises to be a retirement equals freedom ratings bonanza. Josh walks us through some of the variables you'll want to factor into the decision about when to start receiving your social security. Sooner or later? Well, it depends on your age, health history, and how much you require to live comfortably. It also depends on how much you're earning because you could suffer big penalties if you try to tap social security while earning more than 18,000 bucks per year. But wait, there's more. Listen in as we tease a part three to our series on social security. This is the Retirement Equals Freedom podcast. Your host, Josh Brettle, is the owner of FSR Wealth Strategies. And it's Josh who for the last few decades has been helping fine folks like you thrive in their retirement. And me, well, I'm Dave. Josh's longtime friend, co-host of the podcast, and fan of the new Wednesday Adams show on Netflix. So now, let me let you let me end this introduction so you can enjoy part two of Social Security. FSR Wealth Management is a registered investment advisor located in Elmhurst, Illinois. Information and opinions contained in this audio have been arrived at by FSR Wealth Advisors. All information herein is for informational purposes and should not be construed as investment advice. It does not constitute an offer, solicitation, or recommendation to purchase any security. FSR is not providing legal, tax, accounting, or financial planning advice in this audio. These views are as of the date of this publication and are subject to change. So thanks for getting COVID. Yeah. What episode number will this be, Dave? 27. 27. And after like episode four, we realized how much better it was doing it in person together, yeah. sitting next to each other, holding hands. Playing footsies and occasionally, occasionally footsies. Occasionally. <laughs> so you could knock the snot out of the microphone every time. <laughs> but uh, here we are. You had to go get COVID. And uh, now we're sitting here doing this remotely with each other. You know what makes it even worse is that November, the month of November and Thanksgiving are my favorite. And I was sick for the vast majority of November and tested positive on Thanksgiving morning. I mean, could it be any worse? And to top it all off, I've had one jive turkey from New Crepes all month. I've literally lost sleep over this. I think the last few years, we had like six or seven in the month of November. And Niles probably hurt. I mean, New Crepes is probably hurting right now. You know... I was wondering the same thing. Um, so I'm going to send an anonymous donation their way and just be like. <laughs> you don't know donate to anything. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, I'm, see, if you order it today, then just throw it in the freezer and I'll, I'll heat it up later. Didn't you do that last year? Didn't I freeze one for you last year? Or did you freeze one for me or something like that? No, I think on like the last day of November, um, I, I bought two. And just brought one home for the next day because I knew I was going to miss it so dearly. But yeah, recording remotely is just like, apart from trying to get all the tech right, it's just, this is not, man. I got my phone in front of me. 
as a camera, I don't know. It's just not the same. I miss you. Well, I have something sad to say. Oh, no. And it has to do with my buddy Alex, the hashtag tax nerd. Oh, oh shoot. But he's eight years old, and he's becoming a little obsessed with the podcast <laughs> and uh, in an unhealthy way. So my wife and I have made the decision that he has to, uh, he's got to take a podcast break. We haven't told him that, but we're just not letting him listen to the podcast for a while. And it's, it's been a good month or so since he's heard one. And I drove, I drove the kids to school today. Zach was homesick. So I drove Alex and Maggie to school and they saw, I, I was listening to our latest podcast and they saw it up on my, on my radio and they both said, can we listen to the podcast? I was like, no. Oh, no. Let's dig in a little deeper, though, Josh. What about the podcast is making him obsessed and like bringing out things that you don't necessarily like? You know how eight-year-olds talk about Pokemon and like sports and stuff like that? Yeah. Alex loves to have what he thinks are very serious conversations about IRAs and taxes. (laughs) And it's just socially inappropriate like <laughs> question he's he's asking people questions that are socially really inappropriate and i mean i ask people questions about money and living and i know how uncomfortable people get and here's this little eight-year-old being going up like do you have a roth ira how come you don't have a roth ira i mean Man. all right we, we got to stop listening to retirement equals freedom for a little bit buddy mr so. smith what was your rmd this year <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in his honor, though, we'll just do a little... Hashtag tax nerd. It's there for when he's it's ready there. to... When he's it's able to cute. re-listen to, the, to our podcast, he'll hear himself. So I was listening to our podcast from uh, our last one, and we talk about your dad a lot. Now, there's been a big gap between the recording of our podcast. Mm. And so the last one we recorded, we recorded, God, a month and a half ago, I think. It was early, uh, mid-October. Yeah, and your father was just coming into town, or he was just in town, and we had all these plans to have him on, and you know he talked about being our biggest fan. So I was going to try and surprise you today and have him call in via a phone call, but I figured I'll do that later. And then I went to text him and last night, and I was like, I don't even know if this is the same cell phone number or not, and some random person's going to be called into our podcast <laughs> tomorrow. So. Well, hey, we'd have a new subscriber at least then, <laughs> because they would, they would sit through the whole thing and love us. Um, when we're back in person, I figured it out. I know how to do it. Yeah, he is, he is still distraught. He was not able to enjoy his Thanksgiving feast, because all he could think about was, ugh. I let them down again. Well, Big Mike, I'm not letting Alex listen to the podcast, and uh, <laughs> Dave apparently still lets you listen to it, so you are now officially our number one fan. Congratulations, Dad. You've made it. <laughs> so, but speaking of you getting COVID at a family wedding, how was your big family wedding? Awesome. It was awesome. It it exceeded everyone's expectations. So this side of the family, it's my mom's side. We just don't get together often for whatever reason. So it was like a family reunion. Despite the six degree uh, weather right there on Lake Geneva, because they got married like um, like literally on this, this cool little venue that is on the lake almost. Um, but despite the temp, it was awesome. Super smooth, a lot of fun. Uh, great DJ playing all of our 90s jams. It was epic. 
But Josh, you'll be proud to know that I once again whipped out the tie around the head and inspired dozens of others to join me. And so that is our signature move, David. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. my friends from college who you don't know all that well, they think it's all me. And I'm like, no, there's a group of us that can do the tie around the head. So and people think it's for looks. It's actually it's it's dual purpose. It does help the sweat, too, as you and I, we, we're big sweaters. You know what, Josh? I uh, I gotta tell you, listening to episode twenty six, I'm like, we're gonna do a part two to Social Security, and I'm thinking, what else could we possibly cover? You hit all the bases, and I'm reading through the notes, and I'm like, just when I thought there wasn't any more to talk about, Aaron and Josh come up with a whole episode about it. Well, Aaron does our show notes, and her knowledge of this information is second to none. And so she tapes her show notes up and I'm reading through them. I talk about social security all the time and I listened to our last podcast and I think we both thought this would be a two episode series. I actually looking at this and I go, oh, I think if I talked about all of what's on these show notes, we're going to bore the snot out of people. So we're going to break this into three episodes of social security, I think. (laughs) Happy holidays. (laughs) Happy holidays to you, listener. So last week we talked about, uh, the last episode, I should say, we talked about kind of the history of Social Security. What is it? I mean, it's been around since the 1930s. It has become an integral part of people's retirement. And today, I want, my intention was to talk about the decision-making process as to when you should take Social Security. Because the number one question we get in our office is, when should I take my Social Security? And it's not a black and white answer. But today I wanted to go into how the calculation works. I'm always someone who wants to know how something works and the decisions behind it. And uh, if I haven't completely bored the snot out of you, Dave, then maybe we can get into the uh, decision making, like what you should actually think about. But maybe that really fun part might be a part three. So we'll see how that comes in here. I'm never bored. Does as that make sense? As, yeah. As long as I'm with you, Josh, I, I, I'm never bored. Let me go back and and I want to start with a a thought that I have regularly. And if you go into Google, the the Google machine, and you type in the Google Mm -hmm. social security calculator, or if you type in when should I take social security, let me do this right now. I'm going to type in, I'm sitting in front of my computer, social security calculator. I literally get 690 million results. And in theory, what that calculator is doing is that is telling you how to get the most money from the U.S. government from Social Security. And most people think that's all I want to do. How do I take as as much as possible from Uncle Sam? Well, there's two problems to that. The first problem is two. Two. One, two. Right. Right. I was saying that number one is because, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Number one is the fact that that calculator is going to ask you how long you're going to live, if you're married, how long your spouse is going to live. It's going to ask you how much income you need for the rest of your life. It may, if it's a good calculator, ask you about your other sources of income. Mm. There's lots of things in those calculators that are really difficult to determine, like the day you're going to die and how much you need and stuff like that. So first off, it's those calculators are very imprecise. It's not a, it's not a, a, a precise tool. And the second thing is, your goal, I always tell people, is not to take the most money from Uncle Sam. You may think that's your goal, but by taking the most money from Uncle Sam, you may actually be putting yourself in a worse situation. Mm. 
because it may put you to a detriment. Sure. I always tell people your goal is always to have the most secure retirement possible. And you have to think about those differently. So what is the goal of the calculator versus what is your goal? So those calculators are great. They actually, we use them in our office once we understand what the tools we need going forward are or what the thought process is. But you have to be very careful in how you use them. But let's talk about how Social Security works, how it's calculated. Okay. And I sent you two acronyms, David. Yep. What was, what was the first one that I sent you? FRA, which stands for Full Retirement Age. Let's talk about FRA real quick. FRA, there's, these are two really important numbers. FRA, Full Retirement Age, is the age at which Social Security says you should, quote unquote, retire. It's the, it's the age at which they do all of their calculations for. So if you were born before 1954, your age, or before 1955, I should say your age is 66. Anyone born in 1954 is already 66. But if you were born between 1954 and 1960, they start increasing that. So it might be 66 in two months, 66 in six months, uh, 66 in 10 months, all the way out till 1960, where your FRA goes to 67. So for you and I, our FRA is, is, is 67 years old. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to stay that way, but that's where it is. So, so they can, they can change um, it then. They can, they can change it whenever they want. Yes. Yeah. They have changed that. Remember, that's the number that I told you la- on last episode which has been 65 forever, right. and they just upped it to 67. But right now, that FRA number is what they use to calculate your – Dave, what's the next acronym? PIA. PIA stands for primary insurance amount. And PIA is the amount of social security you'll receive at FRA. FRA. It's the amount you'll receive at, and I'm going to use the age 67 just to make it easy. Okay. So it's the amount you'll receive at age 67. So how do they calculate your primary insurance amount? Because it all starts with that number. That's the big calculation that goes into it. So the first thing they do is they take all of your earnings that you've earned your entire life. And every year, in fact, if you look at your social security statement, I encourage you to do that. It will show you all of your earnings. Now they used to break it down year by year by year. Now they have it a little bit more grouped together, but they'll show you all your earnings in there. And they take your 35 highest years. So if you worked for 50 years, they take your 35 highest. If you worked for 20 years, you get all 20 years plus 15 zeros. And if okay. you work six months like I have? Uh, no, you have to work at least 10 years. for this Oh! But you're self-employed. You do pay into Social Security. So you do have those numbers as well. But that is, they're looking at your FICA tax. So the way they calculate this is how much is on your FICA income. They take those 35 highest years and they add them all up. So they get a sum and they divide it by 420. Mm-hmm. Now, why 420? Because 420 is the number of months in 35 years. And that gives us what they call an average monthly earnings or an average index monthly earnings. And now that is not the amount you receive. They take that number and they put it into a secondary calculation. And that secondary calculation will really determine how much you receive. Mm-hmm. So what they do is the the lower amounts receive more or, and the higher it goes up, it's a lower percentage of your overall income. And that calculation gives you your primary insurance amount, which is the amount you'll receive at 67. 
And this is always, always calculated on an individual basis, not not spousal or partner. We'll individual. get to spousal in a second, but it's all an individual basis. All right. So we have we have your your primary insurance amount now. So that's the amount you'll receive at sixty seven. But on your Social Security statement, you can start Social Security as early as age sixty two, or you can start as late as age seventy. You would think, hey, I want to take it as early as possible. Well, if you start before your primary insurance amount, they're going to reduce the amount you receive. And that reduction comes to about 7% a year. Um, it's not precise, but it's about 7% a year. So every year you start, you're reducing your lifetime benefits by about 7% a year. And if you wait longer, you get what they call delayed retirement credits. And you can wait all the way to 70 and they will give you an extra 8% a year for every year you wait. So if you wait till 70, you're going to get a heck of a lot more, but you've given up three years of income. Right. Does and that make sense? No, it makes sense. We addressed this in a previous episode, in the last episode, how you and I being peak physical specimens, we can mm -hmm. wait as late, as long as possible to, to get social security. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I, I think I'm going to live till 125. So... Oh, minimum, minimum. So one of the considerations that you should take into play is how long you're going to live. And let me let me put this into perspective for you. Let's say that your age 67 amount is $2,000 a month and your age 70 amount is $3,000 a month. Okay. The age 70 amount sounds a heck of a lot greater than, than that, but you have to give up three years. Now, three years of $2,000 a month, that's $24,000 a year. That is $72,000 that you've given up. So that extra $1,000 that you're going to get every month, you know, in theory, it actually takes more than 72 months to make up that difference because you have time value of money and all those things right. that come into play. So there's a break-even that comes into it. And for the average person, that break-even comes to about 82 years old. Now that's not a that's not a perfect math, but that's a that's an average that we see. So sure. you have to live long enough to make up the difference. And the same is true if you start early. I mean, if you start earlier, you're going to get less, but you'll get it for a longer period of time. So one of the decisions you have to make is how long are you going to live, and are you in good health or not? And that's not a decision you have to make, and you have to stick with it because your health could change. You know, we have really good family friends who the plan was always to wait till 70. And then when one of them was diagnosed with Parkinson's, we said, no, you have to turn it on now because your life expectancy just got shortened. And it doesn't make any sense to wait. You're just giving up that time period because it's not a, you don't get it back on the end. Your kids don't get it. Your spouse, there is some spousal things which we'll talk about in a second. You can't give your social security as, as uh, like a life insurance or like an IRA you can to your kids. The other thing on timing wise is some people have long life in their family. So if you and your, your parents have always lived a long time, you know, that's a great thing. You may be unhealthy. You want to start early. There's, that's a decision that you have to think through all the time. So in addition to your health and how long you're going to live, there's some other variables that go into the decision-making process as well uh, that, are, that are the calculator takes into consideration. One of those is if you're still working or not. Because if you start, if you want to start collecting before your full retirement age, age 67, for most people, you're limited to how much you can earn. 
And right now that number comes to about 18,000 bucks a year. And if you earn more than that, they're going to take back 50 cents for every dollar you earn above that. So if you, if you earn $20,000 too much, they're going to take back $10,000 of your, of your social security. Is that 18,000, is that a flat rate across the board for all Americans or are there some different factors that change that number? It's a pretty pretty flat rate based on age. The year that you turn your FRA age, the number goes up significantly, but no, it's a set number and 18,000, it's about 18, it could be up to 20 now. Uh, it changes every year uh, with the inflation that we've had. We could be up to twenty thousand right now, but that's that's the number that comes in. I think that's part of the reason my like my dad loves working so much right now. It's because he doesn't have there's no penalty. He's working like thirty yeah. hours a week, making twenty one bucks an hour, and he's like, "This is great." Right, because once you reach FRA or once you're especially once you're over seventy, you can work and earn as much as you want. I mean, I guarantee you, Warren Buffett's getting Social Security. You can't earn too much at that point in time. How about his younger brother, Jimmy? Uh, Jimmy, he's wasting away again. <laughs> Margaritaville. <laughs> uh, I thought so, I would catch you up on that one. I didn't catch you. <laughs> Real quickly, I was trying to go through a Jimmy Buffett song in my head, and I should have went to Cheeseburger in Paradise, but I went with Wasting Away Again in Margaritaville. But the last variable I want to touch on this morning is if you're married or not. Because the other rule is for spouses. If you don't only have to think about your own scenario, you have to think about your spouse's scenario. Because if one spouse passes away, what happens is you lose the lower of the two social securities. So it doesn't matter whose is lower, the lower one just goes away. And the spouse, the, the surviving spouse gets to keep the higher amount. So those are the, the decisions that kind of go into the, the calculator. Next week, or on our next episode, I should say, I want to discuss some of the decisions that the calculators don't take into consideration. And I would say are equally as important. But sure. if I talk about those now, there will be people driving off the road and they're so excited. We just can't. No, no. And you yell at me anytime a podcast goes more than 30 minutes. And I'm going to guess this one already is. I think so. we're creeping way past that right now. Um, but no, I was thinking about something... Um, Okay. I found it. Hey, hey Mr. Mr. Josh, Josh, let's take a break. You've been talking for so long. And, and my, my ears, ears are sore. sore. Let's not make them snore. We already have. Listening shouldn't be a chore. So let's get to know Josh and Dave and watch a rating soar. Oh, yeah. So, uh-huh. we've uh-huh. talked about Aaron already on the episode. And uh, she says that her son, Finn, also listens to the podcast. He's also eight. And, uh, but he also just likes that song. So if we could get him that song, uh, that would be great. So, well, Finn, let me, uh, have my agent call you and we can see what we can work out here. (laughs) So we used to go back and forth as to who got to pick these questions. And I've pretty much taken this over. I like to have control over these questions and, uh, that I think drives you nuts, but I went a little bit easy today and I went easy on this one because This is a question that I heard on a different podcast, and I thought it actually changed my whole answer to this. But the question is, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? So, Josh, if I had one superpower, that's just, that's really not fair. I have so many things I would love to do. Mm -hmm. 
My superpower would be, it's kind of pretty generic, pretty boring. We've all heard it before, but I would still love to fly. Maybe not for the same reasons that everybody else would want to fly. I just want to be able to quickly get my coffee and get back. Quickly go get my crepes <laughs> and get back. It's so fast that Carla, sure. Carla wouldn't even know I'm gone. Like that's why I want so to be fast. Like it's fly, but really fast flying too. This is not yeah. like some lazy little robin up there. No, yeah, no, no. Fair. We're talking like hawk and eagle speed. Yeah. Oh. How about you, Josh? What's your superpower? So what I really want to have the ability to do is to slow down time. I mean, you see me, I run around like a nut job here and I always feel at the end of the day, like I didn't get enough done or I didn't, you know, I didn't achieve what I wanted to do here. And I don't want to slow myself down. I want to go at my same speed, but I want everything. I want the ability to hit a pause button or a slow button and keep going through my life. God, I would be so efficient and so effective. It would have been it'd be incredible. Can you imagine the things you would accomplish, Josh? We have daily podcast, Dave. Daily. Daily podcast. I can't even imagine. You would have Although I'd be talking I'd be talking at normal speed and you'd be going <laughs> like this. It's true. You could make so many cocktails so quickly. Oh yeah. People wouldn't even know what hit them. Like, hey, this cocktail wasn't in my hand a few seconds ago. Exactly. Dave relates to retirees. Yeah. So Josh, do, do I have a way to relate to this? <laughs> of course I do. In fact, I thought about it last night watching basketball. I can relate to this this whole huge decision of Social Security for retirees and soon-to-be retirees. Um, the seriousness in your face. Yeah. No, this is a, this is a big one. This is deep. Because look, tonight I got to make that same decision about what to watch on TV. Because here's the thing. I could watch the new Wednesday Adams show on Netflix. I could watch the new Spirited movie on Apple TV with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. Or I could just watch the Bulls game. All three viable options. But here's the thing. I'm not in great health. I'm having a coughing attack here, right? I got to keep that in consideration. The movie Spirited is a Christmas movie. If I don't watch that soon, I may never see it again. Not like I'm going to die, but just because Christmas will be over. So that's a factor. However, I'm married. So some retirees who are married, they have to take that into consideration. So do I. Carl and I grew up loving the Adams family. So Wednesday Adams, not only is it made by and directed by Tim Burton, like it just looks phenomenal. So should I watch that? But then there's also this this third factor, like I don't have much money here. I probably shouldn't be paying for all these streaming services. So how would I cancel streaming services and just watch the Bulls game? Because that's that's free on TV. So retirees, I get it. Huge decision. For you, huge decision for me, Josh, I'd love for you to take this home. You know, once again, Dave, yeah, you are so relatable. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, Thank you. And I didn't think you'd be able to do it. Um, and I also wonder sometimes why you are everyone's favorite on this podcast <laughs> when I hear stuff like that. I kind of see where you're going with it. You know, the timing of it is there and... It's a life-changing decision that you're only going to make once in your entire life. I just coughed and spit water all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I'm a mess. My screen is doused with water right now. <laughs> Dave, you amaze me sometimes in how you are able to relate to retirees. Thank you. And your thought process in regards to 
which show you should watch is obviously deep on your mind. And I'm going to take this in a whole nother world. There's many studies that have been done that say people spend more time planning their vacations than they do their finances. Oh. In your case, I think you spend a lot more time planning what shows you watch than your finances. But I think we're, we're a little bit of a miss on the outcome and, and the potential risk that's there. Um, I understand your concerns, but uh, those retirees, I think, are a little bit more concerned in regards to how long their money's going to last and making sure that they don't have to ask somebody for help later in life, specifically their children who don't want them to move back into their basement. In your case, you know, you're really just upsetting your wife, who I don't want to make mad either, but uh, I think that she'll understand more than uh, if someone makes a wrong social security decision. But I do understand in your mind how important of a decision that is. So on behalf of all the retirees, thank you sure. for your your concern. Absolutely. Now, do you have any advice for me? Uh, yeah, watch the Bulls. It's live. You love the Bulls. <laughs> I do love the Bulls. Hands down. I do love oh, the I mean, Bulls. It has nothing to do with the streaming services. You're going to pay for them no matter what. True. You can watch Spirited with Carla sometime this weekend. Just watch the Bulls. Okay. I think I will. Josh, thank you. <laughs> Our next episode, we're going to talk about what I consider to actually be more important that we just talked about today. And those are the bigger variables that go into when to collect social security that those calculators don't take into consideration but but you as a retiree need to if if apple doesn't feature us on their like must listen list i don't know what's wrong with the world to be honest with you oh i agree i mean it's it's unfathomable if they don't do that unfathomable um cool i think after this podcast what i'm gonna do is go take a big bite out of my bagel (laughs) (laughs) so uh, friends, listeners, especially you, Deb, from Josh and I, from our hearts, we'd like to say bye. bye. And I'm going to cough again in just a second. Hashtag tax nerd. <laughs> <laughs>